Peter Sherman back with you, along with our panel. And our panel today is Alyssa Freeman, Kevin Godette, Kristen Carmichael. Grab and uh, another quick word about the fact that we do have a severe thunderstorm watch uh, in progress around the GTA area and uh, torrential rains hitting southern downtown uh, around where uh, we're located at Chorus Key. And interestingly, taking a look at my little radar app, uh, it's a cell that hits uh, downtown and uh, environs. But uh, if you head out west towards Mississauga, Oakville, you've got not very much right now. And it's going to continue like that for a little while. Anyway, uh, again, a word of caution. Uh, be careful wherever you are. Okay, back to the panel. Russian hackers, they say, are targeting U.S. conservative think tanks now. We used to think it was only the Democrats. Uh, as we prepare for uh, House and Senate elections this fall, and this comes from Microsoft, no less. So uh, reading about that today, I'm thinking to myself, um, the, the company is warning of security threats against groups linked to both political parties ahead of midterms. And, and what I'm thinking is, this is not a surprise. I think that uh, the Russians, uh, who we've heard about uh, through the, the whole Trump era, uh, relating back to what happened during that campaign, target everybody, but I think the United States does too. I think anybody who knows anything about computers does. And I mentioned, uh, I guess, last hour on the air, if you were driving down, you may have heard me say so. Uh, I looked at a, a piece the other night, I think it was on 60 Minutes, where the U.S. Marine Corps uh, holds a day uh, in Las Vegas where it invites the greatest hackers in the world to come and make a lot of money by poking holes in their system. In other words, hack us, go ahead and show us, and we'll have an officer looking over your shoulder and making notes. And they paid out 81000 bucks to hackers, and they found a ton of holes. Is, is it, a, at this point, uh, fruitless <clears throat> for us, any of us, to look at significant targets and think of being hack-free? Let's go to you first, Kristen. Um, I think in today's day and age, it, it is just how the world wor world works. Um, it's always a threat. You will always have threats. And as technology moves so quickly, there will always be new ways to get into systems and get into uh, to different areas of technology. So it's it's life as we know it now. And, and I think it will only get worse as technology gets more advanced and um, and these hackers get more advanced as well. I would think that as technology advanced, there would be people who were smart enough to develop the, the world's ultimate firewall where we could just we could just know for sure that we weren't going to lose. I've had my Visa card compromised four times, okay? That's at my level. But if, if what countries are doing is conducting elections that are supposed to be free of external interference, and every country at this point we can assume is hardly that, what are we thinking, and how are we working things, and why isn't there a firewall at that level? Kevin? Sorry, firewall around the electoral system. Firewall systems? around anything. Anybody who, who has something that's so sensitive that it's got to be hack-proof, you would think that, that the technology advancement that Kristen refers to would be such that it would include something that provides ultimate safety, and apparently there's not. Well, I think that's, uh, wouldn't that be lovely, except that if they're smart enough to create it, then those people are smart enough to break into it. Uh, I just don't see how you can Does inherently, I don't see how you can inherently decouple the, the possibilities. Um, and that's, uh, you know, a, a challenge we face. And yet it's a business opportunity for an awful lot of people, how uh, businesses can provide protections or the maximal protections or what they, that that's part of their, their expectations management as businesses is to let people 
think that they're safe, but then they have to make sure that there's a question of how safe is safe. And we as consumers need to recognize that there, in effect, is really no such thing as 100% safe. It's amazing when I look at the operating systems, and I don't want to get technical about it, but I used to be in a business where uh, I remember one of the most important things to us was to uh, protect uh, clients' data, and we bought a very expensive firewall, and the thing worked. Uh, but that was then and this is now, and everything has become so sophisticated that it seems that no matter what you have, no matter where you have it, no matter how high up, no matter how much money, the people who want to get in um, can get in. Am I right, Alyssa? Yes, I think you're right. And I think that what this does is that it adds another lens to how we filter uh, election coverage and messages coming at us. Because, you know, 10 years ago, nobody thought that, oh, I'm seeing something that is a result of uh, an organization being hacked or um, messages are coming through uh, various nefarious channels to try and sway my opinion. Nobody ever thought that. You just took the news and what you saw at face value. And then social media and the digital age ramped up and then it turned things topsy-turvy. So it's, it's just another filter. And do people have that time to sort of look at those filters and decide for themselves what I'm reading or what they are reading is, is accurate or not? And the likelihood, Peter, is that they don't. So some people take these messages or maybe they're false messages at face value and it does sway opinion. Although I did have a, a little chuckle when I read the article that now they're targeting Republicans and I thought, oh, well, yeah. you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Well, but- <laughs> Russia is interested in exercising the degree of control that everybody is. But I mean, if you, if you want to be honest about it, the United States has been targeting uh, other countries long before there were computers. Regime change, uh, let's, let's use an example, typical of what went on in South America over years uh, has been part of their uh, their package for all of that time, and now it's simply done electronically. But you, you get to wondering where, if push came to shove, and uh, we we had uh, a real set to between superpowers, uh, and nobody wants to uh, to think in terms of uh, a shooting war with the kinds of weapons that we possess. What would happen if the hackers really let loose? And and that scares the heck out of me, Kevin. Uh, well. Uh- <clears throat> The good news is that uh, we have a lot of uh, measures put in place for a lot of systems, especially our electoral system. The Canadian electoral system is surprisingly uh, technologically quite uh, robust, actually, um, in part because we use a, a lot of newer systems that, that the, than they do in a lot of United States. In part because we use pencils and X's. Well, that's one. But even where we do have like, the upcoming municipal elections, there are a lot of systems in place that are different than very old ones in the United States, for example. Uh, but coming back to Alyssa's point, uh, sure do hope and wish that we'd have our education sp- system spending more, so much more time on training our, our youth and in checking sources and going to root sources and a lot more research preparation and not just that one quick alleged Wikipedia as if that constitutes valid research. Well, fair enough. I think we can leave that subject alone and watch what happens in the midterms. And let me uh, continue with the updates on the rain. Uh, how long have we been at this? We got on the air at uh, 5.20 with the panel. It is now uh, 5.39, so 19 minutes. The sun is shining down at Chorus Key. That's how fast these cells come and go. So if you think it's over, it's not over. We're just waiting for the next one. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll get into the issue of asylum seekers being caught up in a battle that I guess now is... Uh, Tory, Ford, and the Trudeau government. I'm Peter Sherman, uh, along with Alyssa Freeman, Kevin Godette, Kristen Carmichael Greb, and you're listening to Topics Worthy of Discussion on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.